Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our Friday mini episode, which is a shorter version of our longer episodes, and it happens on Friday. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. If you guys are patrons, you'll be able to see uh, Maria's very cool Zoom background today and the shades that she's wearing. Uh, Her (laughs) Zoom background is uh, she's about to be abducted by a UFO, which is uh, relevant to our topic today it sure is which is um that by june uh they have a deadline that by june um the pentagon has to release all the unclass or they have to unclassify all the documents and uh talk to congress about all the information that they have on ufos what's going on there what is the deal and they just have to like spill the beans on ufos to congress they gotta spill the beans they have to spill the beans it's time it's really really insane i mean basically all this stuff is coming to light uh more and more um things have become unclassified videos uh a lot of them from uh the navy and the air force and i don't know if you guys saw but recently on 60 minutes the he- uh the previous head of the um AUP which stands for the UAP no um it is yes you're right the UAP unidentified aerial phenomena task force listen i was doing something else while i was watching this documentary <laughs> <laughs> i was but that guy luis elizondo yeah uh he did a interview and was talking about like how all this stuff is real and legit 
I do want to say before we get into the information today, UFO does not necessarily mean alien. Right. It's just unidentified flying object. So I guess that comes down to three different options. One is that uh, competing nations, like they are thinking either China or Russia, Mm -hmm. have objects that we don't know about that move at higher speeds that we can move that don't have uh, wings necessary necessary for the flying objects um, that don't have like obvious like fuel emissions or things like that could be missiles. Yeah. Spy missiles. And that we need to like be privy to that information so that obviously we can compete with it. The other one is that um, perhaps like the U.S. is experimenting with this kind of stuff and like we don't know about it yet. And then the third is what everyone wants to believe is that it's aliens. Mm-hmm. So I guess like the first thing maybe we should start with is Project Blue Book. And that's like the first from the 50s. That was the first kind of government investigation into UFOs by the mm-hmm. Air Force. It was from March 1952 to December 1969. Nice. Nice. Um, it was uh, by Captain Edward uh, Ruppelt. Oh, actually, I guess before that, there was something called, I misspoke, there was something called Project Sign in 1947 and then Project Grudge in 1948. <laughs> project Grudge. <laughs> so tight. I have a Project <laughs> Grudge against Maria. Yeah. Um, and Why? they, they, I don't know. I you don't know. actually don't. Cause, cause you know what you did. Because you're not, you're preventing me from napping right now to record this episode. <laughs> they investigated UFOs to determine whether or not they were threats to uh, national security. But then they became dismantled. All the information was released from the Freedom of Information Act. So Project Sign was officially inconclusive regarding the sightings. But Edward Ruppelt wrote in 1940. 19- 48, he said that flying saucers were real and were not made by either the Soviet Union or United States and were likely extraterrestrial in origin. Oh, shit, bro. So Eddie, Eddie Ruppelt. Ruppelt. Eddie Ruppelt. Ruppelt. Were you thinking when she said that Barney Rubble? I just didn't know because you said it like four times and then even when you repeated it again, (laughs) you said another kind of, you never said the same name You didn't say the same name any of the time. (laughs) R-U-P-P-E-L-T. Ruppelt. Nope, that was a different, that was five. (laughs) That was a fifth different one. Rupel. Ruppelt. Ruppelt. What is what a Ruppelt? hard name to to say Ruppelt. It is. That's Maria not easy. Ruppelt. That doesn't roll Maria off the Ruppelt. tongue. More recently, and I guess today something else was um was released. Oh. On the USS Omaha, this happened in 2019 off San Diego. 14 UFOs swarmed a ship, a Navy ship off the coast. Dang. And one was going as fast as 160 miles per hour. And this is all on video. Uh, the people on the, on the ship are like, what the fuck is this? Like, what's going on? I've gone 160 miles per hour before. Yeah. That's not that fast. Yes, it is for an air, air, air pot for a, for a, what for a, <laughs> for a ship? I mean, for a for a flying object? How like how fast? I I drove a, a NASCAR around a track and I was going 160. 
Whoa, speed demon. Talk about the alien. Who's the alien now? I know, right? <laughs> There's a fly in here, and I don't know how to uh, deal. I hate how do you deal with the big ass fly? I you swat them. You just swat you swallow them. the fly. Perhaps, Perhaps you'll die. You'll die. <laughs> And then there's this guy, uh, Commander David Fravor, who's also on the 60-minute interview. He was a squadron leader. He worked as a Navy pilot for 18 years. He said that um, on a routine training mission off the coast of California, he was uh, directed, he and his unit, to go examine a strange, unidentified uh, flying object that was descending from 80,000 to 20,000 feet and then disappearing. Mm. Under uh, Upon flying 60 miles to the location, it says, this is from Time Magazine, Fravor says he saw a tic-tac-shaped object 40 feet long with no wings just hanging close to the water. In an interview with Washington Post, he said uh, it created a disturbance on the water uncharacteristic of a helicopter. It moved uh, rapidly, like it would echo his movement. So like as his, uh, as his oh, yeah. plane would like go up, uh, it would do the same. Um, he said it was faster than anything he'd ever seen um, in his life. And then it just disappeared into the water. It went in the water? Yes, it went into the water. I'm telling you, the underwater is terrifying. There's some shit down there. Well, we Melissa, that leads me to my next thing. There have also oh. been, there have also been cases of unidentified submerged, submerged objects. Which oh, leads I'm me sure. to my question. Why do we just assume that aliens are in space? Like, if they're anywhere, I honestly feel like they're in the ocean. Like, yeah, have you seen an octopus or a blobfish? Like, that shit ain't normal. Uh-uh. They ain't right. Yeah, that ain't <laughs> right. And they're smart, too. Octop- octopi. Yeah. Octopuses, octopi. They can, like, open a safe. Yeah. Like, in... um. Was it Finding oh, Nemo? Or, uh... Yeah, you would. You'd watch hours of that, Maria. Remember that <laughs> octopus that escaped, like the laboratory yeah. that it was in? Yeah. Oh my! God. To go back to his Martian friends. Hold on. You, yeah, you we can't. Have, you've seen the abyss, right? There's crazy shit down there, and we octopus, can't go down that far. Octopus opening. Octopus opening jar. Octopus. Octopus opening a jar to get dinner. Octopus. O- octopus opening a lock. Octopus opening a jar of peanut butter. Like, these things are crazy. Maybe they're just hungry. I can't e- even open a jar of <laughs> peanut butter. Yeah, but you don't have eight legs. Do you see my uh, octopus teacher? Yeah. I've yeah, told people that I've seen it. <laughs> but you have <laughs> <laughs> told a few people I saw that documentary. Anyways, uh, with all of this stuff that has been coming out, uh, now Congress is like, yo, you gotta tell us the real deal. What's his face? Whoever was, they interviewed was like, yeah, we see UFOs every day. Like it was a normal thing they said. They're like, we see them every day. Yeah. Well, I think I told you guys before, my landlord was in the Navy and he was like, one time we saw a, a UFO and we told our like squad captain or whatever. And he said, like, never speak of that again or we're going to kill you. Was that the same landlord that had like a possum? He did have like five pet possums. (laughs) I understand that now. 
He also told me that, that he wrote um, that he wrote like Jurassic Park or something. He ghost wrote it. <laughs> so cool. like he might not be. <laughs> wow, cool. That's awesome if that's true. It's not yeah. true. Um, so there's this Harvard astronomer is confident that an alien pro visited us in 2017. I thought that this was crazy. Uh, this guy, Abraham Loeb, he uh, is head of Harvard's astronomy, astronomy department. There was this oddly shaped object that was in our solar system. It was going towards um, Earth. And they it was named... <laughs> I forgot where, what planet what, we where were. We live? <laughs> I, I was going to say United States. And then I was like, no, wait, we're more than that. <laughs> more than that. Um, uh, so it was called Uma Uma. If you, if you Google it, it's kind of interesting. So, uh, it was like a cigar shaped asteroid. It's shape and movements. It sped up as it left like, our galaxy, uh, it didn't leave any gases, which you would expect from a comet or from Maria. Oh. Um, and it baffled. Oh, <laughs> it baffled. Real, real nice. Real, real nice. Um, it baffled scientists. It would also like glow sometimes and then not others. Oh, interesting. And I guess it would like sometimes like change sa- shape and size. Have and you the, if you Google Im- image search these. Where is it, just it really looks silly? Like giant pieces of poop. Listen, it's like an asteroid. <laughs> if you look at it, if you look at it, it's like fully an asteroid or like a comet or something. But this fool, this astronomer who like went to Harvard, so obviously he's not that insane, said, um, he said, Uma, 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 Uma may be a fully operational probe sent intentionally to Earth vicinity by an alien civilization. Whoa. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Ted Kaczynski went to Harvard too. So, <laughs> okay. So that you're right. And I also was, uh, uh, watching an episode of Bones last night, my new like comfort watch. <laughs> and like th- they said that people with like super high IQs sometimes get a little wonky. Oh, sure. Yeah. They like murder people or like do weird stuff. Um, that's and that's fun. why. I continue to be a dumb bitch. Keep myself and others safe. <laughs> safer. Safer for Keep everyone. everyone safe. Um, Mike Tyson was like, I take the Lexapro or I take the Zoloft so I stop myself from killing y'all. No, but that's Remember scary. Said that? I don't know. It was a, no. fun, it was a, it was a funny thing. Oh, it, sounded, it sounded hilarious. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities. Blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so I do have a friend. He said uh, he told me his UFO story. He's more than a friend. But he said when I was... He said, um, when I was much younger, maybe seven or eight, I was with my folks driving. He saw UFO. He said, I was with my folks driving home. This is from just like- a story of him driving. <laughs> yeah, it's just a story. <laughs> this has nothing to do with UFOs. This is just a story I felt like sharing. Um, I was with my folks driving home from my grandfather's place in Malibu. Oh, Ooh, fancy. I grew up in Malibu. Yeah, I didn't know wow. we had that in common. You have so much in common. <laughs> common. Um, we were on the 405 freeway heading south. I've taken the 405. Mm-hmm. And the remake of Lean on Me was on the radio. Remake? Yeah. What, what's the remake of Lean on Me? I don't know. Oh. Um, that's not a huge part of the story. So we don't have to <laughs> stick on it. Interrupting. <laughs> I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> um, at the time, I was already super interested in UFOs, ghosts, aliens, and all that stuff. With that in mind, I looked out the window of the back right side of the car, hoping to spot a UFO. And sure enough, it actually happened. I saw a light in the sky that wasn't too bright, but it was moving pretty fast. Suddenly, the light did a nearly perfect 90-degree turn or shift that was literally impossible for any kind of airplane. After that, it was gone in the blink of the eye. It could not have been a shooting star or airplane. Some thoughts that don't... Oh, that was... Okay, that was the end of that story. Does it sound like it was the end? What... What I, there, it, it was it was like a next part of the email that like didn't have to do with me reading it out loud. It was like I can't wait to see you again. <laughs> yeah, by it the it way, was not phase. penis and vagina stuff, <laughs> but it, it didn't have to do with the episode. Had a great time the other night. <laughs> Had a great yeah. time the other night. Anyway. Your underwear is still at my house. Um, <laughs> all right, then there's something. Okay, so there's something about Steve, Dr. Stephen Greer's The Disclosure Project and this documentary, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, which I feel like I watched, but maybe not. I've seen Close Encounters of the, of the. That's the movie. Movie. What is that? The third kind. Th- fourth, fifth. There's like a lot of Sixth different kinds. Apparently. Kind. What's the second kind? I don't know. There's like Your 31 flavors house. worth of aliens. Apparently, um, this might be our worst episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, should we release it? Um, okay, so um, I guess one of this guy's theories is that beings controlling the crafts and the crafts themselves appear to be phasing in and out of our reality. 
specifically between our reality and the astral plane. Um, so the astral plane is where those who have out, out of body experiences go. It's a mental plane of experience, uh, existence. Oh, so we've talked about this before where people think like instead of extraterrestrial, it's like interdimensional. Right. So they're going between dimensions right. rather than like outside. Some people the think galaxy. Bigfoot is interdimensional. Yes. That's, that's why Greg- he doesn't leave shit around. <laughs> yeah, someone did, that's why you can never find Bigfoot scat because he's pooping in another dimension. Yeah. His toilet it's is in a whole other dimension. Logical. Yeah. Sense to me. Um, his toilet is in that, uh, there's a whole dimension of what's that, that rest stop in Texas? Bucky's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a whole Bucky's dimension for him to use the toilet. So that's interesting that maybe, that maybe they go, they go in and out of different planes. He says it's a mental plane of existence where thought is everything. So the only thing that is faster than light apparently is thought. So throw that on top of the whole concept of quantum entanglement and you have a really interesting framework. Yeah, that's interesting. That sounds like a Craig diatribe. Yeah. Then he says there's a story from the late 70s about someone that hijacked a local broadcasting network and gave a six to seven minute speech about humanity and where it was heading. The voice claims to be the Galactic Federation, which is a term that has been used by many UFO believers. Some uh, think that this is a hoax. Likely it was, but the message is still super meaningful. And no one has ever caught who it was. It sounds legit, though. Again, oh, here's a video in the audio. Do you want to try to play it? Oh, okay. I mean, we definitely don't need to play seven minutes. Oh, this video is 17 minutes. (laughs) Oh, okay. So maybe that's not the video. We definitely don't need 17 minutes. Oh, is it like a explaining what it was? We don't need that. But remember that one of the first episodes we did, the UFO sighting in uh, Rua? Yeah. And they were like, the kids were like, yeah, the message from the aliens was like, uh, recycle. They're <laughs> like, take care of the planet. Yeah. This was like back in, what was it, the early 90s or something or the 80s? Yeah, like... I feel like aliens just want to save our planet. And we've talked about before, I think it was with John Tenney, that perhaps aliens are just like us from the future. And we've been Mm -hmm. distorted appearance wise based off like all the weird shit we've been eating and like stuff we do to ourselves. Maybe we're just like all plastic surgeried up by then. And we're coming back in time to be like, hey, you guys need to figure stuff out or things. Plastic surgery has advanced so much. So much that now we're just gray blobs. That's That's what's attractive. (laughs) That's what's attractive now. That's the aesthetic of beauty. Um, So yeah, who knows? I mean, Martin's seen an alien like who hasn't mm-hmm. seen an alien at this point? So anyways, um, you guys. Oh, and then also just to close, like a whole bunch of people on Twitter saw an a, a UFO in Pasadena the other day. Yeah. What? It, it was like a, just this glowing light. Here's my thing, though. Every time someone posts a picture of a UFO and someone did it on the Discord the other day, too, I'm like, that looks a look, like a light to me. Yeah. You know? Right. But... To each their own. Like, I've never seen a UFO or seen someone post a picture of a UFO that looks like Maria's Zoom background right now. You know, that's like a ship. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. No, I've never seen. Yeah. I've seen things that are weird, but never. It's just weather balloons, guys. Weather balloons. <laughs> what a hater. All right. Well, uh, guys, if, you, if you've if seen a UFO or have any stories or anything like that, I'm sure all of you do, uh, please uh, contact us, email us, call us. 
Uh, we will read it on the episode. Uh, thank you guys for your patience. We forgot it was Thursday and Friday. So then we put this together 15 <laughs> minutes ago. Um, so please enjoy this episode. We love you very much. I am Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm Maria Ruppert. Rupert, Rupert, repaired, Rupert. Bye. An Erio's original. Powered by ACAST. 